Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. gets me going every time. Don't know how much longer we'll use that. We'll switch them in and out, give everybody a chance at it. And, uh, you know, pretty soon just going to come up and uh, have my own original artist uh, do my own. And uh, But for right now, that's just, I, I like grabbing the different ones, getting things going, and uh, I, that one there. That's what, It's my ringtone on my phone just so that, I can hear it every opportunity I get. Catch your breath, Finn Balor, entrance music. Folks, how are you tonight? FXE Live. I am the Fantasy Jester. Brought to you by FantasyJesterSports.com and Blog Talk Radio. How's everybody tonight? We're coming to you from D-Land, Florida. It's absolutely, oh my Lord, it is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful evening here. Hopefully... Wherever you are, it is just as nice. You know, I've got friends right now. It's 39 currently in uh, Buffalo, New York. And uh, I have a couple friends up there right now visiting. And uh, 39. No thanks. No thanks. It is currently uh, 69 and absolutely beautiful out. D-Land, Florida. Hope, like I said, wherever you're listening, hope it's just as nice by you. Certainly, certainly a lot nicer than it was here. For those of you who uh, don't know, the Fantasy Jester show here the other night, we had an FXE signing. Turned out to be a fiasco. Uh, And we're going to be getting into that because this is the FXE live edition, the slap heard round the world. We're going to be talking about all that happened that night. We've got some suspensions coming out of it. We've got a little help wanted. You know, it's hard to find good help and in some cases, sane help. Don't know, you know, 
we have the article out there. Uh, and for those of you uh, who haven't caught up, you know, not caught up to speed, didn't pay attention to fantasy just to show, maybe, maybe missed that, what's going on there. The renegade was on and decided to assault me on air. And uh, we have video of it. Now, our reporter for FantasyJusticeSports.com, great guy, Brad Tinsdale, was covering it for us. He started writing the article. And what happened was is he's in the middle of the article, and I'm getting ready to give him a copy of the video to show him, you know, here, he, he wanted to do the second part of the article. He was doing a great job for us. And uh, it turns out I hear from our attorneys regarding Renegade's attorneys and his manager. And it, it's going to turn into a, a mess right off the bat between this guy and I. I should have known, you know, <clears throat> It's one of psycho jesters, guys. And naturally, I'm having problems with this guy right from the start. So for those of you waiting to see the whole video of what happened that night, we'll get it out there when we legally can. Uh, you saw, for, for those of you who have already seen Brad's article, the uh, first part of it, it's not hard to see. I, I was hit. I, I, I was hit. I was struck first. I didn't strike anybody. And uh, so it's going to be interesting where that goes. We're also going to talk, obviously, WWE and uh, all, all that's going on there. You know, WWE's got the what's coming up. I mean, it's, it's the Survivor Series. And, and, and this is going to be interesting because there's so many people out there that I've spoken to that feel that somebody is going to jump ship somewhere. It's my opinion that it's going to be Ambrose and so that the shield can reunite. And this is, this is where it happens. What's going to be interesting though, is I want to see how WWE starts planning for the return of Finn Balor. You know, you, you've got to see that coming in the work somewhere along the line. So, you know, later on in a little bit, we'll be bringing in JT, as we always do. And I uh, want to ask him about uh, his thoughts on the Shield reunion. And, uh, you know, we had Raw. We had SmackDown. We'll go over all that. But like I said, the biggest problem that we've had right now is uh, everything with Renegade. And uh, it's been a mess. You know, we, it was great. Here, you know, before I get into that whole mess, what was good was this. We had American militia, seven foot three. Seven foot three. And I, I, I'm happy to say, and I'm very proud, whenever you can get a wrestler who's been, who has that kind of, Experience in the ring, trained by anyone named Malenko. I'm sold. If you've gone to Malenko and graduated, and you were there for a while, and one of his guys 
one of their guys. Uh, you got my attention. And, and to have, uh, please understand, I, I, I've told you this plenty of times, folks. I am new at this, but I'm not stupid. You build your roster with quality. You build your roster with talent. The rest will take it from there. See, because the fan out there, when they go to these shows and they see the quality that we're putting out there, they won't care how new I am. It's not going to matter. They're going to see fantastic shows, fantastic wrestlers, and they're going to get their money's worth. They're going to love this. They're going to love. They're going to have that, what they're supposed to have. What they're supposed to have and what they're not getting out of the current programs that are out there. And that is quality wrestling with a quality storyline. You know, and that's why we're able to get, you know, somebody like American Militia. This was a guy that was with another company. I've seen him through another company and, you know, hey, listen. There's going to be guys that we're going to take from other companies, and that's just the way it is. We're going to be the other, the other promoter's nightmare, but we're going to be every wrestler's dream because we're going to treat them right. They're going to know that we care about the sport. They're going to know that we care about them. They're going to know that we care about the fan and putting on a good show. And this will get this kind of talent. You get a guy like American Militia, seven foot three wrecking machine. I mean, I can't do a whole hell of a lot better than that. And I am. You know, you look at some of these guys that we're talking about. Now, forget the fact that he's a handful, and we'll get that all settled. We'll get that all settled, or he'll go into oblivion. That'll be up to him. This is his last shot at things, folks. Here, here's, the, here's the Renegade story. And this is for those of you who might not be privy to who Renegade is and all that. Phenomenal wrestler. Phenomenal wrestler. Another Malenko guy. You can't get better trained. Here's the problem. He's six foot nine, 300 pounds. His ego is 10 foot tall and 700 pounds. When he walks into a room, you feel it. There is literally an aura around him that is angry. And, and people literally just step aside without having to say a word. They just like get out of his way. Now, I've been around big people before, and people aren't impressed. They don't budge or anything. This guy walks in a room, and you feel it immediately. And he doesn't give a damn. And you feel that immediately, too. He's been the problem. It's led to him bouncing around, bouncing around. And now, he heard about FXE, and... Knows that this is his opportunity. This is his opportunity, maybe one of his last opportunities, to do something and to hold a strap. 
He's got to learn how to control his temper. Now, I don't care how he treats the opponents. I don't care. I don't care how he treats anybody. It's not my problem. But he's going to have to learn respect for me. Now, I don't give a damn how good a wrestler he is. This guy is – and listen, I, 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 as much as it kills me to say this at this point after what went on Saturday – this guy's phenomenal. He's a really good wrestler. I already can't stand him, though. What do you do with that? This is, this is a dilemma as a promoter, where you have a guy that you know he's talented, and you already can't stand him. He's a jackass. He's a jackass. Didn't anybody ever teach you you, you don't bite the hand that feeds you? He'll learn. He'll figure it out. He'll get there eventually. Hopefully, for his sake. All right. You know, we're going to go into WWE and, and Raw, SmackDown, and Survivor Series. And as we get ready to do that, you know, there's only one person in the world that is with me literally on every show, every podcast, every Sport. He is on Twitter, Fez437. The one, the only, thank God, Jason Townsend. JT, how are you tonight, sir? Doing great, Jester. Uh, last Saturday night was insane. I'm still enjoying uh, the fallout from that, I guess would be the best way of putting it. But here's what I think. You know, when I when I think renegade and you talk about his attorneys, why do I see Joe Pesci from my cousin Vinny? Like that's what I picture his attorney as. I have no. I mean, you know what? Me. Here's the deal. I can't wait. It's going to be interesting because I didn't even meet the manager. I just spoke to him once on the phone. So I can't wait to see this cast of characters, folks. This is this is oh, going, going to be, be interesting. Good. Yeah, no, no, no. it's going to be funny because if you've got if you got an attorney, and this guy this guy's got to be making a small fortune off of this guy because I'm assuming he gets himself into a lot of hot water. <laughs> you think? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and then and then the other thought was you talk about not biting the hand that feeds you. Maybe he's trying to break the hand that feeds him, so to speak. You know, like you break in a wild stallion. Maybe he's just trying to break you in to show you he's the boss. That's kind of how I, that's how I took it. Oh, yeah. No, hey, trust me. That's how I took it, too. And, and you know, it was really nice, though. It, it was really nice and unexpected, to be honest with you. Um, as, as security was coming out of the back area and he was uh, going past everyone and through the house, the first thing that happened, okay, and and see, I can tell you certain parts. I can't tell you what happened between him and I, okay, but I can tell you certain parts, and it's this. He goes outside. Militia comes and checks on me first and then goes after him, okay, and and starts – Going and beating on him on my behalf. 
that's the kind of guy that militia is. I mean, militia, as much right. of a, yeah, as as much of an ass uh, as Renegade is. Yeah, no, you you got a guy like you got a guy like uh, militia. Well, then I just want to say this though. I want to say this yeah. though. I've seen tape on this guy on Renegade. I've seen him wrestle. You're not kidding when you say this guy's phenomenal. This guy is completely badass. Uh, I've enjoyed what I've seen from him so far, and I can't wait to see what else he's going to bring to the table. It is. Uh, it's going to be interesting, and, and and now you get the yin and the yang again. You know, you got your two developmental guys. One working out well. Okay, Mako, great guy, doing promos. Joey Cage completely disappeared, and it's. Uh, I, I've put it pretty much out there in circles that uh, I'm really not happy with things with Joey Cage. And, you know, as I continue to look for talent uh, out there, uh, it really is at that point that, well, uh, and this is pretty much, let's get this out of the way before we get to WWE then. First off is that Renegade is uh, suspended indefinitely. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no. He's suspended indefinitely pending a meeting with uh, his attorney and or his manager that has to be resolved before uh, we go any further. And before he steps in the ring, Joey cage, Joey cage has to understand he's on a developmental program and he has certain obligations. We have uh, sent communication to him regarding those obligations. Some of those obligations include either pictures and or promos. Uh, currently, besides not showing up for his obligation that he said he wanted to be a part of, which is the FXE Live uh, podcast here, he is also not performing other duties such as either pictures and or promos. So with that, he has two weeks to produce his work and start showing that he wants to be a part of this or he will be gone from the roster. And that's pretty much, uh, that, that's pretty much how that whole situation's going. And that's FXE right now. That's where, that's where we're going. We've got a couple more, uh, signings a couple weeks from now. We've got some more signings for everybody as, uh, we continue to look for talent out there. And, uh, I tell you, it's not easy. So some of these guys, no. you get a lot of guys. You got to get a lot of guys looking. You do. You get a lot of guys looking, and you got to weed through who's serious, who's not. Right. Who's well, got and, talent? And the biggest take, exactly. And the biggest takeaway that I get from our meetings that we've had is we're about quality, not quantity. Um, you know, some of the some of the resumes and video we've seen on some of the guys that are interested in doing this and some of the ladies. Yeah, you know, so it's about the quality, not the quantity. So rest assured, we will bring you the best that there is to offer. And I've never doubted that from working with you from day one. So we're on the right path. Yeah, 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 we're good. And uh, that's like I said, you know, some of the things that we're going to do is – what people have either missed from, uh, you know, not seeing it on WWE anymore and, 
or some of those who just have become new fans to the sport. So, you know, we've got a lot in store and, you know, we've got a call on the line, JT. Did you tell anybody to call tonight? I did not. I did not have a chance to. So um, I'm curious what you got there. Uh, Yeah, this should be interesting. All right, let's find Folks, this is why, you know, everybody sees this happens from time to time. We get a call and, uh, all right, let's find out. JT, let's see. Hello, how are you? FXE Live, how can I help you? So you got the jester. Uh, Is this the jester? This is the jester. How are you? Who is this? I'm I'm very fine. I'm here. uh, My name is the Puerto Rican Hound Dog. I don't know if you've heard about me, but I've heard a lot of good stuff about you. See, I've been hearing that you guys are the new up-and-coming promotion. You guys are going to have the glitch. You guys are going to be the glamour. And I was just thinking that it would be a great acquisition for you guys to maybe sign the Puerto Rican Hound Dog to be a Hmm. part of this magnificent opportunity. Hmm. You know, it's funny. I have... I have, I believe I, if, if, if I, memory serves me right, you know, JT, over the past couple of months, I've been going to the, uh, all the different indie shows, uh, right, just seeing right. what's out there. If I remember correctly, and, and please, I'm sorry, forgive me if I'm wrong. You are a pretty big dude that can moonsault. I mean, you're, you're a pretty ah. big guy and can moonsault if, and like really big hair, correct? Yes, sir. I'm uh, about okay. 335 pounds, six feet. I do moonsaults. I do topes. I'll drop kick you in the face. Yeah, no, JT. If I if this is the same guy, no, if this is the same guy, this is a pretty big dude that can. I mean, he yeah. can move in the ring and moonsault. I saw him that night. Yeah. No, poor, Hound Dog, man, let me tell you something. Yeah, if this is the same guy, I definitely, I will definitely talk to my people. I will definitely talk to my people because, uh, no, brother, you got some skills. You got some skills. Um, you know well, I like him already. I like him already. He said he could, uh, you know, drop kick in the face or, you know, kick in the face. I'm beginning to think that should be a traditional thing with any signing we have. With, uh, Pretty FXB. much, I think it's becoming the thing is, oh, hey, when you come here and you sign your contract, make sure you beat up on me. It, it is becoming <laughs> it is becoming the tradition here. But well, uh, the thing, uh, though, the Puerto Rican Hound Dog, the Puerto Rican Hound Dog is not only the main attraction, he has a crew of guys that probably can be just as good or better than anyone that you'll have on your roster. Trained by a Malenko or Samoan or the Hearts. Any of me and my guys, we'll go toe-to-toe with everyone. Not only give you one hell of a show, but we'll make your product better. JT, do I hear a challenge? I do hear a challenge there. That's what it sounded like. Huh. I, I like I, It sounds like a challenge. It really does. All right, I'll really tell you what, yeah. Hound Dog. I, I, I'm going to tell you what, okay? Go ahead Real simple. You know my name, Fantasy Jester. This isn't a hard one. Fantasy Jester, and it's at Yahoo. Send me, send me, uh, send me a clip of you again, 
wrestling and send me some of the uh, guys that you've got. And uh, let me get let me get with my guys. Maybe we can uh, let's see what we can do. But maybe we can set something up because uh, it's to me it kind of sounded a little bit challengish there, where you know some of my guys uh, might might take a little offense and we we might have to actually all meet up. But so go ahead, fantasyjester at yahoo dot com. Send me your info, uh, Hound Dog, and uh, we will hit you up. Matter of fact, if you send it either tonight or tomorrow, I'll get back to you. Uh, I'll get back to you before the end of the business day on Friday. Let's see what we can. Uh, let's see what we can do then. It's a pleasure, sir. You got it, man. Same here. Same here. Let's see what we can do, folks. That was the Puerto Rican Hound Dog and JT. Let me tell you something. If that was if that was the guy that I saw, and I, I I could only hope it was, this guy is good. No, I mean like this guy's really good. He he, a big dude. You know I I remember you telling me about some guy. You said there was some big dude that was doing moonsaults and all kind of crazy stuff. Um, so if that's him, absolutely, absolutely, if, could be. Oh yeah, if that's him, I, I got I can't wait. Hopefully, yeah. Okay, hopefully it's him. I'll calm down. Hopefully, first of all, it's him. We'll get the email <laughs> in. Yeah. Let's see. Wait a minute. Let's see an even email. You know, well, listen. Yeah. You get a bunch of guys. I'm interested. I'm interested. Okay, send me send me something. You get crickets. So we'll, well see. I'm if he does, folks, here's what we'll do. No, here's and here's what we'll do, folks. Um, I will go ahead and see if he sends me something. I'll review it. I'll review it right away and get back to everybody on the Fantasy Justice Show this weekend, Saturday. Everybody knows uh, by now if you're a regular Saturday night, 8 p.m. Fantasy Justice Show. You won't want to miss it. Puerto Rican Hound Dog says he's got something for the boys at FXE. JT. It did sound like a challenge, though, didn't it? It really did, and I wonder if uh, our, our, our caller actually was uh, on Facebook um, Saturday evening because I understand he's suspended and all, but when you've got one guy like Militia, you got another guy like the Renegade, that's, that's some big words right there. Eh? Big boy's going to have to back that up. I got – that's what I'm saying. Uh, this guy's talking, and he's like – I don't care if they're trained uh, by Malenko, by Samoan, Hard, by Hart. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, oh, wow, you know what you just started? Because now I have to go, you know the guys are going to be listening to this if they're not already on, oh, you yeah. know, listening to it right now. Um, they will be listening to the archived edition. You know, pretty much like all of you out there can at any time. Don't forget, if you want to catch up on some of the FXE Live editions, You've got it either through fantasyjusticesports.com or you can go on iTunes. It's under Fantasy Jester Show because that's the whole family of podcasts that we have is under the Fantasy Jester Show. But you have FXE Live. You've got the Gridiron Guys, which is our football show on Thursday night, 7 o'clock. And then you have the actual Fantasy Jester Show, the flagship show, every eight, every Saturday 8 p.m. So don't want to miss that. We'll give you an update uh, on the show this Saturday for that. Wow. 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 That. I, all right. 
I, I'm excited. I, I, I got to see what this guy – I want to see if this is the guy, first of all, and second, who he's going to bring because he has to know Renegade and he has to know Militia. You would think so with all the shows he's, that you guys have worked and that, that they would know of each other, definitely. So he's got to know what he's getting himself into. Militia's worked WCW with Nash under a different name. This right, is what I'm right. talking about. These aren't slouches I'm bringing, I hope. <laughs> All right. It's going to be interesting, folks. I, I definitely will keep you informed. Anyway, WWE, let's, let's get to whatever they're doing if uh, people's interested. Um, I don't know. I guess they're interested for now. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts once we get going. Which, again, hey, folks, January. January, right now, the uh, working dates that we have, that we've got, and we're deciding on locations now, January 7th, February 11th, March 11th, these are some of the shows FXE will be putting up and out there, you're going to want to pay attention to that, Um, but yeah, WWE, Raw, SmackDown, Survivor Series, I talked about this at the beginning, uh, JT, the shield together. Do you see, I, I have a feeling at the Survivor Series, somebody's jumping ship, and, and my belief is it's going to be Ambrose uh, to get the shield together. How about you? What are you thinking? Yeah, I can see that. I'd like to see something along the lines of the way they broke the shield up, which was Rollins turning on Reigns and Ambrose for Triple H and Stephanie. I'd kind of like to see Rollins turn around and stab Stephanie in the back to take back up with, you know, Reigns and Ambrose. I'd like to see something of that nature, but it's definitely coming. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a good one. Now, uh, speaking of, uh, of Raw, what did you come away with? What did you, let's start with, what did you like about Raw? Um, well, Sammy Zayn versus <laughs> Rusev now. I mean, that's about, you know, you know, I looked at that and I thought that, you know, there was maybe it was going to be a little bit of uh, of promise there. But honestly, the thing I liked the most was probably the, uh, I like the opening where you had Reigns and Rollins kind of showing together, Owens and Jericho when the fight started. I kind of liked, enjoyed how Braun Strowman just kind of stayed back a little bit and uh, went in and, and picked the people apart that he wanted to. Um, but it, they're just, they're uh, raw. The way raw is looking is they're going to do the same thing to survivor series that they did for, with, uh, hell in the cell, which is now instead of our one traditional survivor series match, we're going to have like six. Right. Right. Again, too much, too much. It's a, it, I cringed watching raw the other night. I really did. <laughs> uh, and you, I mean, your favorite wasn't the Golden Truth and the Shining Stars? I mean, you know, that, I have to say that's right up there. You know, I mean, how can you not enjoy that? Uh, maybe if Lil Jimmy would have made an appearance, I, I I might bump that one up to the top. But due to that, I have to deduct a few points. What did you think of the women's match? Again, I did too much. You have what? Was it Charlotte, Dana Brooke, and Nia Jax? You had Lisa Fox, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. And it's funny. Is it me or is Bailey the most over 
of all the women. At least it seems that way. At least she on this is, show, that's how it seems. She is, and just simply for being nice, because, I mean, she's an okay wrestler. Don't get me wrong. She seems like she's an okay Right, wrestler. out of those six people, okay, out of those six people, yeah. I would rank her fifth best on talent level. The only one behind her is Dana Brooke, and, well, there's a lot of people in front of Dana Brooke, let's be honest, but... But they cheer for her like she's the most talented. But like you said, she's so over with the fans. I think that buys her the time that she, and I'm sure she's doing it, to get better in the ring. She looks better in the ring now than she did a month ago. So I'm sure she's working, but it just blows my mind how over she is. Uh, You know... Fifth best? Do you think she she's not? A, uh, you think Nia Jax is a better worker? I don't know if Nia Jax is a better worker, but she fits and is more believable in the role that she's in. She fits that role that she's in. She does a good job at it. I enjoy watching her. To me, there's some anticipation of what is she gonna do and who is she gonna do it to. Bailey, I'm glad. I just don't. I'm glad she's. Well, I'm glad she's fitting that role because she's barely fitting that uniform lately. Oh, you know what, though? That's, that's <laughs> you, terrible. You tell her that because that will be the third person that will want to kick you in the face this week. You know, it's becoming – yeah, no, no, no. And I understand that because it really is. It's becoming a rather long line of people that want to kick me in the face. And uh, <laughs> some of them are actually uh, succeeding – I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, some of them are. Wait till you see. I can't say much, but wait till you see what happened. The slap was not all, folks. The slap was not all. Oh, there's no wait. I know. It'll make you happy, but, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, hey, listen, this is this is how it is. And sometimes you get, like I said, we had people come and go. We've had people come and go already, people that thought they were going to make a mark here and all this stuff, okay? You had that one dude for a while. Matter of fact, he thought he was going to be one of the guys on the show. Oh, uh, uh, one guy. I can't think of his um, name. I can't think of his name. Me. It's disappeared from my brain. Oh, Crude? Oh, Crude. Okay. That guy, Bill Crude, was on. As a matter of fact, that's funny because um, those two signings um, were his guys. <laughs> that's how that works out. That's, that's funny. I, I think that's good. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, this is the business, folks. This is the business that we're in. And uh, you got guys that are willing to literally kick the boss beat down on the boss. You've got guys that are willing to help the boss. You got guys trying to stab the boss in the back. Eh, it's just it's just like any other business. Business is business and only the strong survive. And uh with that, we have everything with Renegade going on and now it's going to be interesting. I want to see how this Renegade thing plays out. I want to see how 
I, I, I'd like to go ahead and try and get this worked out with him and uh, surprise the hound dog and bring him. That would be a good well, one. Well, that's going to be, that's, yeah, that's going to be one hell of a surprise. Like I said, I hope, uh, we'll see. We'll see if it's the guy I think it is, but I don't know. But yeah, no, you get so, guys that come and go, and I think Joey Cage might be one of these guys that just comes and goes too, you know. And, and this is going to be it. The strong will survive. The quality, the cream rises to the top. However you want to say it, but uh, this is why we're starting to get the lineup we have, though. You know, some of these productions out there are putting out guys that are fifty-eight, sixty-two. 65, and one guy, he could be collecting Social Security, and he's still in the in ring. That's your show? No. We're going to put some high flyers. We're going to have some young guys. You know, all a good mix. And, and that's one of the things, when you watch WWE, though, JT, they still, they have their mix. It's just how they're handling their mix. You know, You've got Seth Rollins, you've got Strowman, Reigns, Kevin Owens, Jericho. I don't don't get it. What are you doing? One minute Strowman's with Sami Zayn, next he's thrown in in the mix with these guys, and it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense why all of a sudden Sami Zayn is in Braun Strowman's life and then out that quick so that Strowman now is over with these guys only to do what? It's like, at this point, that looks like they're trying to find something for Rusev. You know, obviously, the Reigns-Rusev thing is over with. There's nothing or no one, I guess to say, um, to put Rusev with. Rusev's an amazing talent. He's somebody you want on TV, you want to have on the show. And I think this is just a, a piss-poor attempt at trying to manufacture a way to get him on the show. As far as Zane, look where they were. I'm sure that had something... You know, obviously it's not the same, but, I mean, he's in his neck of the woods, so to speak, of the world. Um, you know, a good way to get him out there and, and see what kind of crowd reaction he gets. <laughs> I just, like I said, I, I keep every step of the way, I, I keep going. What are they doing with Strowman? What are they doing with Strowman? Now what are they doing with Strowman? You've got a guy who is, I mean, you dream of guys that big that can go ahead and be somewhat athletic. Or or a guy like Cass. You get a seven-foot guy as athletic as Cass. He should be one of your top guys. This is, this is, these these are guys that Hogan's are made from. Right, but in all fairness, don't you think if, you know, we wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden Braun Strowman's one of the top guys, we're going to be wondering, okay, how did he achieve that level so quickly? You know, you know, where was the uh, buildup? Where was the earning it, so to speak? I think that was the problem with Reigns. Other than The Rock well, helping yeah. him win the Royal Rumble a couple years ago, I think he ascended yeah. way too quickly for the crowd, and, and now you have what you have with Reigns. So maybe Vince is a little gun-shy. Um, with trying, you know, trying not to ruin Strowman at this point, because like you said, they don't. Those guys like that don't come along every day. 
I think you hit it on the head, though, when you talked about the whole uh, rock coming out. I think people would have been able, listen, and I think I can prove this. People are able to accept a quick rise to the top. They're, they, they're capable of accepting that. I think that it was the whole rock help. That's, that's what got people going. And I can explain how, how that's probably true because nobody, and I mean nobody, was bitching and complaining when Finn Balor was out there winning his first match and then this and that, and then giving a strap that quick. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Finn let me Bauer ask you this. Though. Some... Go ahead. I don't, I don't disagree with you on the Finn Balor point, but let me ask you this. So wouldn't you say that Finn Balor's NXT career at the point he was in NXT was a more decorated and B NXT was more mainstream than when Reigns, Rollins and Ambrose we're down in NXT oh, yeah. as far as Reigns' buildup. So I think it's easier to accept Finn Balor due to the fact that he was so decorated in NXT. And, how I mean, TakeOver Dallas was still probably the best uh, show I've seen this year, right before WrestleMania. So I think that helped his transition or his acceptance a little bit. But, okay, but coming out of pretty much that same time frame is a guy like Cass who – when they created those two together, okay, Enzo and Cass, it should have been, and I've said this before on a couple of shows, where it should have been Enzo as a manager, let Cass go be a beast. And I just feel that they've completely messed that all up. That kid right there, seven foot and as agile as a six footer. I, I mean, that doesn't grow on trees. Trust me, if it did, I'd be going to buy myself several trees. Seven foot in that agile, this kid should be the second coming of talent for them. So what? So he's not good on the mic. That's why you give him a manager. I think he's adequate, though. As a wrestler? As a worker? No, no. Uh, uh, you're talking about that good on the mic. I think he's adequate. Oh, he's gotten better. Yeah, he he's handles himself better. pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I'm talking about when he was first coming up. If they were worried about when he right. was first coming up because he was god-awful then. Then you let Enzo um, do his mouthpiece, which, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Until he gets that skill. But the other skills, being a wrestler and being seven foot, I mean, he had that down. <laughs> And should be really good. I didn't get to ask you this. I didn't, this is a little off this, but I, I want to ask this before I forget and we run out of time. So what do you think of the rumors that WWE now planning for WrestleMania as the road to WrestleMania is about to get kicked off for Brock Lesnar versus Shane McMahon? Uh, I mean, what, what do you see? What do you see that with that? And how does that help? And what's the point? I'm curious your feeling on that. Okay, honestly, uh, and uh, <laughs> well, I, I can, I'll probably be getting a kick in the face from Shane O'Mac now. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't stop him. Uh, you wouldn't stop anybody. That's what I love about you. You no, like to stay out of, out of any problem. Yeah, yeah. 
not it's not like you've been the one to egg some of these people on at times either. Nope, and I will. Yep, exactly. I, I am completely misunderstood. See, I'm I'm telling you, it's not me. I'm just along for the ride. That's it. That's it. And if, someone, along. and if someone needs to kickstart the ride by hitting you in the face, so be it. You know, got to get there somehow. Thank you, backseat driver. All of a sudden, now I've got Miss Daisy. Um, oh, wonderful! But really, I got a backseat driver. versus. I didn't understand. I mean, granted, you had. The Here's what it is. You really want to know? You really want to know? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Let's hit hit me with it. There's only one thing it is. Okay. Midlife crisis. This is his new Mustang. You know, when you go through a midlife crisis, all of a sudden, now you got to go get the fast car again, and you know, wear the flashy clothes and all this. It's as good. This is his last hurrah ever getting a chance at somewhat being realistically in any ring with Brock Lesnar. And even now at this age, it's still pretty funny. Uh, it's borderline. It's borderline, like I said. So this is his last opportunity to get in the ring with somebody that's a legend. He's a legend in two sports. He's a legend in three sports. He's a legend in four sports. He's just a legend, period. He's a force. And this is his opportunity, one of his last ones, you know, that will be, that will look legitimate that he should be in the ring with them. After this, so the I don't think I understand. He's Stop. years away. He, he's about five, ten years away. That's what I'm saying. His, his days are numbered at it. Five or ten years away from anything he does in the ring, just simply being a gimmick. What's he going to do? Get into a hair match with Trump? It's been done. Well, here's my, here's my point though. Uh, To me, Vince is more believable in the ring. The look wise than Shane was. How was that WrestleMania this past year? I saw the undertaker match as you saw Mm -hmm. it on TV. To me, Shane had nothing. The moves weren't there. Uh, you know, I didn't see the old uh, jump from one side of the ring to the other with the, with the steel chair in the face. Hey, you know, it was an attempt. Uh, it just, he doesn't look good in the ring. Physically, he has no business. You might as well put Rey Mysterio in the ring with, with Brock Lesnar at this point <laughs> if you're going to do that. I mean, it's like, come on. Vince is more believable physically it's what seventy whatever years old Vince is, yeah. Than Shane, so I don't know. I just I heard that, and that just to me, I, I'm hoping they change their mind on that. Give Lesnar something real uh, for WrestleMania. I know it's not going to be Goldberg. They're going to take care of that, I think, in one match here at Survivor Series. But uh, give him something. You know, if you're going to do something with a guy that's old, make it like two old guys. You know what I'd like to see. I, 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 all right, I am I am as ridiculous as can be, but just think about it for a second. I'd like to see Zabisco and Backlund. <laughs> oh, wow. Go ahead, throw the two old guys in. Zabisco and Backlund, back at it. Have them do a little, we can, just a small, yeah, nothing. Have, you're not going to have them wrestling uh, a 20-minute program. You, you, no, no. What, two, you three got, minutes? I think you're onto something. I think you're onto something. We have... 
We can have Eric Bischoff be the guest referee, and it can be a, a Kane and Walker match. Something you can make it something and have it still work, okay? Where they do a work for like two or three minutes. I get. I'll call. I'll find out. I'll go. I'll call Zabisco. Maybe he'll come do something. Some kind of something along those lines for us. Well, we know one thing. We're going to have to increase the over/under on on colorful metaphors when he's on the show. Heavens to Betsy, that man is unfiltered, folks. And uh, we're talking about a podcast. We had we had the pleasure, and it really was an absolute pleasure, to have Larry Zabisco on the show. This was uh, maybe about a month ago, month and a half ago, a about a month, month ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, had him on for an hour of just pure, it was gold. It was absolutely fantastic because the man doesn't know the word restraint. He doesn't have any, and he was very candid about the abilities of certain wrestlers. <laughs> certain Hall of Fame wrestlers. He wasn't worried about getting kicked in the face, was he? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. He was lighting people up, folks. He was lighting people up left and right. You can go on fantasyjusticesports.com and go to the area. It'll take you to the archived edition. Uh, on Blog Talk Radio, or you can go ahead, like I said, you can go to iTunes. If you're on iTunes, go check it out. Fantastic interview. But, yeah, I'd like to see. we, we got to talk to Larry. Maybe we can get Larry back on the air again before the year is over. be nice to have him on before we start doing one of the shows. Maybe we can get him out to one of the shows, at least do a signing for us, uh, you know, a little VIP signing for, for some of the fans. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd be nice. That'd be really good to have him out. Um, yeah, we'll do that. All right. Let's, uh, what we've got 10 minutes left. Let's get over to, uh, SmackDown. There was nothing else on Raw that you want to talk about. Was there before I move on? Uh, not particularly. No. <laughs> Let me ask you something before we get to SmackDown. SmackDown. Before we get to, before we get to SmackDown, let me just ask you something. Um, how many times did you go to Brad Tinsdale's uh, article and watch the GIF where I uh, get slapped? I don't know if I can count that high. Honestly, I've lost track. Uh, I just want to know exactly. I'd love to know the logged on number of uh, seconds or minutes that you've actually sat and watched me get slapped. So well, see, actually I took that, I took that footage and looped it. Okay. And it's like my screensaver. So if anytime I turn on my cell phone now, there you are. Just keep, keep, keep getting smacked. Keep getting smacked. Keep getting rocked. Smacked. So, you know, that's, and, what and he did. I I wish I had a rotary cell phone. So it would take me longer to dial the number. <laughs> I get Thanks. more, you know, I get more smacks in there, but you know, it, it's pretty good. I have to say, he uh, he, he only needed one. Sure. Yeah, he only needed oh. one. You, he, he connected nicely, and on the video, once you—that's the one thing that you're missing on the GIF. Okay, is you hear it? I mean, he oh, cracked yeah. me good. Okay, no, he and, good. Now I will say, he hit you so good, and you went down so fast. I thought you were Geno Smith at one point. I was about to ask for an autograph. 
No, I stood a couple of seconds longer. Uh, actually, after I got cracked, if you notice, I went to grab him, and I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Your knees buckled at that point. See ya. <laughs> so uh, it was fun. It was fun. Anyway, <laughs> no, it wasn't. All right, let's go from fun to SmackDown. Uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Breezango and the Vaude Villains. Why? Yes. Polisa and Baron Corbin. Why? Yes. Uh, I did enjoy Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss. I have yeah, to give him that. Yes. You know, good match. Um, I, I, and Lord, Vince, whoever, Lord, Vince, same person if you talk to Vince, can we please <laughs> get rid of James Ellsworth? Please get rid of James Ellsworth. God, it's been too long. If he's been on 10 episodes, that's 11 too many. Can we get rid of this fool already, please? You're making AJ Styles look like a moron. Uh, So let me ask you, how do you feel about Ellsworth? (laughs) I'd rather see Daffy Duck in the ring. I believe more than than this fool. Mr. Turkey Neck, it's like, come on, dude. This dude has no skill. I mean, it's funny. I want one of those slow motion things. So, like, when somebody hits him in the face, like, he, he looks like one of those Sharpays, like that many rolls <laughs> kind of go up. Um, you know, it's like, I, I'm just, get rid of this guy. Please get rid of this guy. You've got a good storyline going with Kane, the Wyatt, Randy Orton. Why are you ruining it with James Ellsworth? Yeah, it doesn't make sense because you've created – a good little mix there. And you have your champion involved in this. You've got, I mean, uh, Dean Ambrose there involved in this. And like I said, he's going to go ahead and jump. He's definitely going to jump. I'm sorry. Um, But to have Ellsworth just floating around your champion as much as he has, it's just, you're right. It cheapens the belt. You brought this guy in with all the fanfare and everything else like that, and you're wasting time with him and Ambrose. I mean, literally, you have Ambrose, and, and Ambrose is well-respected wrestler. Kane, extremely a, a legend. You have the Wyatt family who are making who, you know, well Bray is. Serious momentum right now in the Wyatt family. Serious momentum, but again, I'm talking as far as uh, legend in the sport. The family is uh, legendary in the sport. You got got uh, Randy Orton with that family now, too, and you're talking about, what, a third generation? You got Randy Orton, okay, and you've got Ellsworth running around in the middle of all these guys. Yeah, it's like, I, I, what doesn't belong to me? What doesn't belong and what is really wasting the time? Because here's what I am missing. Would somebody please, hello? Would somebody call AJ Styles out, please? Because I haven't seen AJ Styles in, it feels like, about three years. Now, do me a favor. Somebody put away the watered-down AJ Styles that we've gotten and put him up against somebody that can bring out 
what brought AJ Styles to this point in his career. Ellsworth is not getting your money's worth out of having somebody like AJ Styles on your roster. Folks, if you have just started watching WWE in the last six months, in the last year, in the last two years, do yourself a favor, go on YouTube, check out AJ Styles. They have some greatest moves of his on there. Go see what AJ Styles really is, and then go see what the WWE has done with him since then. And why... Do you, you think this is... Go ahead. Do you think this is the long-awaited uh, repercussion that Vince likes to do with some of the guys that uh, went against him with other promotions? You know, hey, well, we're going to bring you in, we're going to give you the belt, and then we're going to make you look like an idiot. Because, well, they kinda, like I thought said, they were doing that YouTube, in order to, yeah. If you go to YouTube, this guy's a 10. He's an absolute 10 if you watch this guy. You watch him on SmackDown, he looks like a, a four and a half, a five, maybe a six on a good day. They're wasting this kid away. This guy's got some serious, serious juice, and they're not letting him use it. A... Um, I have to say on a scale of 1 to 10, there was there were moves on there that I saw that were friggin' 12. Okay, that's first. Second, they already started punishing that kid when he first came here because how many pay-per-views did he lose before? You know what I'm saying? So and they let him uh, take the face out. He took out Cena. Yeah. Something you don't see Vince let many people do, though. No, no, not at all. Only to have him now with Ellsworth. Right, right. And that the other shoe has was. dropped. That's just that's what I got to say. The other shoe has dropped. Well, uh, let me just ask you: If we had, let's say, uh, and we've got ninety seconds, just real quick. Pick a wrestler. Doesn't matter, Raw or SmackDown, who you'd like to see work with AJ Styles. Cesaro. Ah, you know what? You, Guess you what? know I'm a Cesaro fan. That guy, that would be a fantastic uh, set between those guys. I, I, I concur 100%. Probably one of the more athletic big men that has a repertoire of moves. See, because if you got AJ Styles in the ring, you got to put him with somebody who also can do a bunch of moves and they have warded down Cesaro. So oh, folks, that's it. FXC Live. The slap heard round the world. Everything WWE and FXC. Tune in Saturday when we uh, talk about everything, all sports and including the Puerto Rican Hound Dog Challenge. Look. I am the Fantasy Justice. One shot. That was Jason. One opportunity. Jason Townsend. He's everything you ever wanted. And I am out of here. Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drive.